righteousness. Know ye therefore that they which are of faith, the same are the children of Abraham. And the scripture foreseen that God would justify the heathen through faith, preached before the gospel unto Abraham, saying, In thee shall all nations be blessed. So then they which be of faith are blessed with faith for Abraham. For as many as are of the works of the law are under the curse, for it is written, Cursed everyone that continue not in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them. But that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God, it is evident for the just shall live by faith. And the law is not of faith, but the man that doeth them shall live in them. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Now, last week, we touched on this a little bit. The question was, what what have we been redeemed from? I mean, that sounds good. You know, we can quote that. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. But what have we been redeemed from? Okay. And we also found out last week teaching that the curse, God doesn't want us to have the curse. And whatever the curse is in our lives, we have been redeemed from it. We're talking about believers. We're not talking about heathens. All right. They embrace the curse. They live in the curse. But Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. I remember last week we talked about there's the uh, curse of the law and the curse of sin. Sin fell through Adam and Eve. OK. And then it brought a curse upon the earth. I started off with work, physical work, then all the natural disasters. and stuff. That's all part of the curse. The reason why you have, we have to wash our bodies. We can't just walk around, not, don't bathe ourselves, because that's, that's the curse. All these are part of the things that occur. That's why animals die. That's why animal, in the animal kingdom, they turn each other apart. Whatever. That's, not, that's not a blessing of God for the lion to rip a gazelle throat off. You really think that's God's will? No. That's all part of the curse. All right? So we've been redeemed, and then we have the curse of the law. We've come to spiritual death, sickness, disease, poverty. We've been redeemed from that. So Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. <coughs> for he has written, curse everyone that hangeth on a tree, so that the blessings of Abraham. So most Christians are more focused on the curse than they are on the blessings. Okay. So that the blessings of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Okay? So we have been redeemed from the curse of the law. Now, for, uh, for sake of time, Deuteronomy 28, 1-14, we're not going to go over that. Go over those scriptures. Those scriptures, 14... Scriptures talk about the blessed, blessed going in, blessed going out. Uh, we the head, our wounds are blessed, and all to talk about the blessing. But I want to zero in on what we have, a curse that we have been redeemed from. Okay, let's go to uh, Deuteronomy 28, 14 to 15. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verses 14 to 15. Uh, so, no, so uh, from verses 1 to 14, 
It talks about all the blessings. But this, so he said, if we obey and keep his commandments, okay, what are the three areas that we have to obey now? We have to do under the new covenant. First of all, we have to walk by faith, number one. With number two, walk in the royal law of love. And number three, be led by the spirit. So we do those things, walk by faith, walk in love, led by the spirit, then the blessings will come upon us. But if we don't, if we disobey, <coughs> he says, and thou shalt not go aside from any of the words, excuse <coughs> me, which I command thee this day to the right hand or to the left to go after other gods to serve them. But it shall come to pass if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe to do all his commandments, his statutes, which I command thee this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. So not only the curses will come upon us, these curses will overtake us. But we have to remember Galatians 3.13 says what? Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Okay. Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 28, verses 59. 59. We're going to look at some stuff that we have been redeemed from. I don't have 59. Are you sure? There's no 59. Thank you. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy twenty-eight fifty-nine. See, this is demonstration of part of the curse. You gotta wait. No, y'all have because what? What are the fruit of the Spirit is what? Patience. So what you need patience for if you, if you have to wait for something? So waiting is a curse. And being led by the Spirit. Don't forget. All right? <laughs> uh, ooh, Jesus. Now, Pilgrim, we got a message on Sunday morning that's going to revolutionize us to another level. So make sure y'all show up. We got a message. I got to take a pause on pleasing God. Well, y'all want y'all pastor to hear from God, right? Or do you want, you want the kind of pastor just, you know, I just be carnal all week, then wait till Saturday night, and I try to come up with a message. So I can preach it to you Sunday morning, so make you feel good. Stroke your soulless realm, your emotions, your flesh, so you can leave out here Sunday morning and say, wasn't church good? Yeah, what did he preach on? I don't know, but it was good. Sorry. Christ has redeemed us from that. That's a curse. All right. Deuteronomy 28, verse 59. The Lord will make thy pl plagues wonderful. Mm, wonderful plagues. 
and the plagues of thy seed, even great plagues, and all long continuous, and so sickness, and of long continuous. What he's talking about here? He's talking about long duration, chronic, prolonged, consistent diseases. Certain long duration, chronic diseases that comes upon your life. Christ has redeemed us from that. Glory to God. Long duration, chronic, prolonged, consistent things. You know, you get allergies every time. Every time spring comes, fall comes. That's a curse. That's not a blessing. Christ has redeemed us from that. So don't think prolonged, consistent things is part of the will of God. It's part of the curse. Every time the weather gets cold, I can tell when it's getting cold because my knees. <laughs> you calling that a blessing? That's a curse. Your knees are not supposed to get cold every time the weather gets cold. That's a curse. That's not a blessing. Christ has redeemed us from the curse. Hallelujah. Do you have Deuteronomy 28, 28? And the Lord shall smite thee with madness and blindness and astonishment of heart. Here is one translation talks about here we talk about insanity. Losing your mind. Being distracted. That's not a blessing. Well, you know, I'm getting 70. I'm getting I'm just losing my mind. I can't remember that. That's a curse. That's not a blessing from God. <laughs> Remember, don't call the curse a blessing and a blessing a curse. You know, you, you, you will say that I'm reaching a certain age and I'm, I'm forgetting stuff and that's a blessing. But then you want to say that if you have children, that's a curse. And with the scripture said, that's a blessing. We are blessed of the fruit of our womb. So look at insanity is a curse. Lose your mind, being distracted. Fear, panic, confusion in the mind. Mental health, dementia, age processing of the mind. All those are curses. I remember I had one guy, a Christian, so-called Christian, I worked at the VA. He said, you know what? I believe that God gives people dementia and Alzheimer's so they can't remember all the things they've been through in life. What, Dodo? That right there, that's a, that's, a, that's a word, illiterate, word, ignorant Christian. And I don't want to go to his church. You really believe God's going to give you Alzheimer's? You saying Alzheimer's is a blessing 
from God so they won't remember the stuff that they've been through. And Alzheimer's has, it is medically proven, it has more effect on the family members than that individual. And you call that a blessing from God? Christ has redeemed us from Alzheimer's, dementia. Also, one translation says, uh, crazy in the wits. An idiot. Imbecile. Christ has redeemed us. So by faith, don't, for those who are of season age, don't joke about getting old. He renews our strength like an eagle. The word said. But don't say, oh, I'm 70 now, huh? You know, old Arthur's coming. Arthur Wright, we always had that information. That's a curse, but you calling a curse a blessing. Not realizing Christ has redeemed us. So don't joke around. Don't say how old you get. Don't say, well, I'm getting old. Just say, no, my strength is being renewed. If somebody, you get a birthday and somebody, how old are you? You mean how young am I? Yes, I am 79 years old, young. I'm 79. I'm losing my head. I'm losing my thoughts. I can't think like that. What are you doing? You, 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 you're promoting the curse. You don't realize Christ has redeemed you from that. You know your boy Moses. Everybody know Moses? Moses was 120 years of age. And the scripture said that Moses climbed the mountains at 120. You got some Christians at 62, can't even go around the corner. Moses was 120. He didn't have no health care plan. He didn't have uh, Medicare Advantage. He didn't have Part A, Part C, Part D, Part E, Part F, Part G, Part... What, you know, what's up with these alphabets? Everything is alphabets. You got the alphabet people. You got the alphabet health. Moses was 120. And he went up on the mountain to hang out with God. So Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Also, you know what it says? It says Moses' forces was not abated. What does that mean? In the Hebrew, it means that because uh, when you get older because of the curse that is in the earth realm, older people have a tendency to lose moisture. They dehydrate. That's why the bones start to, to crumble. So in the Hebrew, it says Moses' forces were not abated. In the Hebrew, it means that he retained his moisture. He didn't walk around dehydration. He retained his moisture, his strength, his force. He did not dry out. <laughs> so I'm retaining all my moisture. 
I ain't drying out. I'm not drying out. I'm retaining all my moisture. So why do you say that, Pastor? Because Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Let's go to Deuteronomy 28, verse 60 and 61. Moreover, he will bring upon thee all the diseases of Egypt. Remember last week we looked at the botch, the itch. We don't want none of it. We re say, I've been redeemed from the itch. Moreover, he will bring upon thee all the diseases of Egypt, which thou wert afraid of, and they shall cleave unto thee. Also, every sickness and every plague which is not written in the book of this law. So, we have been redeemed all from all diseases that are known and redeemed from all diseases that are unknown. Even diseases they haven't even put a name on yet. We've been redeemed. Christ has redeemed us from it. So, if I didn't mention any of your favorite diseases... <laughs> You know, Christian, you know, we got favorite diseases. You know, a lot of us, we, we, you know, we like Arthur disease. We, we, we like that disease instead of the diabetes disease. We don't like diabetes disease. And I think a lot of Christians don't like diabetes disease because that's what you're eating. <laughs> so we don't, we don't want to claim the diabetes, but Arthur, oh yes, I claim Arthur. Yes, I just, I can't walk around. Like I used to, you know, and you got some Christians don't, you know, I found out, Stone and I found out over years of ministry, of ministry, of healing, a lot of Christians don't want to be healed because when they are sick and everything, they get all this attention. And what I want to believe God for to get healed? Then my grandbabies don't come around and see me no more. What's that? As a soul tie and not doing the will of God, God's will for you to be healed. Because you want your grandchildren to come around and to take care of you. Oh, Papa. Oh, Mama. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're not feeling. I'm not feeling well, baby. No. <laughs> and Grace said, You've been redeemed from that. Get on up. I ain't going to get up because my baby grandbabies love my children come and visit me. You have to have you have a relationship with God. You ain't got to worry about your children now. Not coming to visit your grandchildren. God show up every day. I know he do in my house. I don't know about anybody, but he shows up every day. You know, even got my dog, get my dog trained to worship God. Amen. Christ has redeemed us. Every sickness, every plague which is not written in the book of this law, then will the Lord bring upon thee until thou be destroyed. So one translator said, even plagues of thy seed. You know, you ever seen people just, you know, they have children, the children always got some type of sickness and something wrong with it? That's a curse. But you can speak, Christ has redeemed me from that. Plagues on you and your offsprings and your descendants. There are generational 
sickness and disease that will come on your family. You can speak that Christ has redeemed me from that. Schizophrenia will not reign and rule in this family. Christ has redeemed us from that. I plead the blood of Jesus against that. I speak against Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's not going to live here. Because he has given me a sound mind. Now, what we fail to realize, you know, well, Pastor, I hear what you say, but I don't see a lot of Christians, uh, you know, walking in their redemption. You know, the scripture says, let the redeemer of the Lord say so. What are they supposed to say so? I've been redeemed. All right. But we don't discern people's hearts. Yeah, we look at their fruits, but we don't discern their hearts because a lot of time we some you cannot base our faith on the will of God by some Christian. You're going to get messed up. We can't go by. Well, they, you know, they, Aunt Martha, she loved the Lord. And she went to church faithfully and she loved Jesus. She died. How do you know Aunt Martha loved the Lord? Well, you know, she. How do you know? So we can't look at a person, we can't look at individuals to determine the will of God. We don't know people's hearts or we don't know what God said to them. We don't know what God said to them where they disobeyed. We don't know that God came to them and said, hey, stop drinking 22 cups of coffee a day. But they disobeyed. So now if you think about it, you drink 22 cups of coffee a day, seven days a week, 365 days out of a year, eventually you're going to conjure up some type of sickness, some kind of curse is coming your way. <laughs> so we, 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 we don't know what the people's heart or what God has said. And we don't know that in their minds, they think that a prolonged problem could be the will of God. How many of y'all know there's some Christians who believe that the stuff that they go through physically, that's God's will. So if you think it's God's will, which a lot of them don't, because if you really thought it was God's will, well, why are you going to the doctor then? You trying to get the doctor to override God's will? See how crazy this stuff is? The enemy have you thinking? Sickness disease is not. That's why he has given us medical help. You know, he can work through the medical help. To, and they are trying to, they are trying to bring healing from a natural standpoint. We can bring healing from a spiritual standpoint by faith. But if you think that what you're going through is God's will, then you're not going to resist it. And you know, the thing I, you know, I, 
and years of ministry, you know, sometimes this type of teaching, especially when healing sometimes can be difficult. Two areas healing can be difficult to minister to. People who are in the medical profession, they are some of the hardest people to receive healing by faith. And younger people. Why is that? They ain't going to nothing. That's for you old folks. Well, keep on living, baby. It's going to come a time. What, what, what did Pastor say about that healing thing? <laughs> so healing is not just for old folks. All right. Healing for all those who accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. It's, our, it's the children's bread. Now, Deuteronomy 28, 65, 66, and 67. Now, I want to focus on this a little bit because... Um, oh, we don't go to time. I want to focus on this a little bit because... This is a, uh, remember I shared with you that the world... Uh, takes curses and demonic possessions and, and they put labels on they name it okay you know you, you uh you get possessed with a demon because you know we we like i said we get all our information from the world and we're especially from hollywood <laughs> jason that's not a demon that's hollywood uh friday the 13th Michael Myers, Saul, we think that we think that is de demonic. That's not demonic. That's Hollywood. You know what demonic is? When the devil is talking to you not to love your neighbor. <laughs> That's demonic. That's Hollywood. That's how Hollywood conjures up a way to just get money out of your pocket. That's it. But that's demonic. When, you know, like he's talking to you and say, well, you need to forgive that person. That's demonic. And you sit there and say, I ain't forgiving them. <laughs> That's demonic influence. Not Hollywood. Hollywood is a business. They just make money off your, your, your. Uh, that's that's too soft. Uh, you'll sin, <laughs> and fear is a sin. <laughs> so you go to that Hollywood movie, that horror movie, and you, I, I don't, I don't know why I go there because I get so fearful. But I just get Hollywood making money off your sin. All right. <laughs> oh Jesus. Okay, Deuteronomy 28. Let me just wrap this up. So the enemy put labels on stuff. All right? Bipolar, schizophrenic, all that stuff. It ain't, it ain't a mental health issue. It's a devil. No, Pastor, how can you say these people have mental health? Jesus of the church said it's, it's a devil. Are you going to believe Jesus? No, you ain't going to believe Jesus. 
my brother's having PTSD. No, he got affected by a devil. It's a curse. And Christ has redeemed him from that. It's a curse. One of the biggest challenges of 30-something years of ministry Stella and I had in preaching the gospel is not preaching to sinners, it's preaching to believers to get them to believe their God. That's the biggest struggle we had in 37 years of ministry. To get Christian blood-bought, mercy-sought, Christ had died, to get them to believe what their God said. So now he says here, look at this. Among these nations shall thy find no ease. This is okay. If you ain't finding ease, you're not finding peace. You're so anxious with that. That's okay. That ain't a blessing. Anxiety. Neither shall the sole of thy feet have rest. You're walking all night. You can't rest. You're worrying. You're thinking about something. What's going on with you? I'm under a curse. But wait a minute. Christ has redeemed me from this. So now he gives his beloved perfect sleep. <laughs> but the Lord should give thee there a trembling heart and a failing of eyes and sorrow of mind. And thy life shall hang in doubt. You don't know whether it's when you're going to pay your mortgage or you don't know when your job going to last. What you going to? You're in the curse. And before then, thou shalt fear day and night. You fear it that you weary. You fear it. That's you're under a curse. And remember, God doesn't want us to have the curse, and we've been redeemed from it. And shall have no assurance, and you don't have no assurance. You don't know what you. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't. I don't know. You know. I don't know what's going on. And you know. And, and you know. We saw all this from the world this week, in, in Louisville here with that bus crisis. You know, everybody just went, "Oh, my babies got home late, whatever." So, why they did all that? If that was your baby, you were. If I'm a believer, and I believe that God take care of everything, I would have. Hey, I want to intercede for my baby. The blood of Jesus, all the angels protect them, bring them home safely, you know. But you worried about, ah, ah, my baby, God, and they get in the school board, wagging it, yeah, look what you did, you know, what you, you did, you know. And all the reason why those parents was all up in the uproar because they don't have babysitting care no more. And school wasn't designed for the babysit your kids. So their families are under a curse because they're not taking care of their responsibility. So they just, they point the finger. Look at him, that's Dr. Polio. He needs to resign. He not, and, you know, I kind of felt for the bride. I interceded for him the other night, you know, because a couple months ago, everybody was singing his praise. And now they just like Jesus. <laughs> Now they want to crucify him. And I said, Lord, give that man some strength. 
we have when you're under a curse, you will blame everybody else for your disobedience. Now we expect that well, but I've been doing a whole lot of Christians that was there. I just sensed it. Are y'all okay? I, I, I'm gonna wrap it up. Huh? Let's see, y'all, y'all ready to go home? And shall have none assurance of thy life. <clears throat> In the morning thou should say, with God, if it were even, and, and at evening thou should say, with God, if it was morning, God gave this at night. He said, God help me. If one of God help me. Nighttime, morning, you should be saying, God help me. You should be praising him. But why you are you under the curse? With God, if it was morning, the fear of thy heart wherewith thou shalt fear, and for the sight of thy eyes which thou shalt see. So your heart is fear, and what you're seeing is fear. Now one translation says, and this curse says, give you a sorrow of mind, a nervous condition. That's a curse. Shaking hearts. Fearful, anxious, inquired mind. That's a that's a curse. Faintness of soul, halting breath. You can't have a breathing anxiety. My baby's in. 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 Pastor, aren't you a little insensitive? No. That's a curse. We've been redeemed from that. Our believers shouldn't have been last week with their had their children, but they should be going through all that. Like I said, they should have been interceding, praying. Plead the blood of Jesus. My baby's protected. My babies are so protected that we can go on vacation. And they can miss school. But because the curse is working. Now my baby get back to school. It won't be charged against them. <laughs> Look at God. Because God knew all that stuff last week. All that was the curse. So he said, don't worry about it. I got them covered. Oh, Jesus. Now they can go back to school and curse free. <laughs> Inquired mind, faintness of soul, halting breath, failing appetite, language, spirit, and depression. Depression is not the will of God. You feeling depressed. You're under the curse. You know why you feel depressed? Depression is always brought about when you just focus on yourself. You want to get rid of depression? Yeah, go, go bless him. Yeah, you think about that. That's why you're depressed, because you, you're thinking about those three gods. Me, myself, and I. And I wonder how many Christian parents, well, there probably could have been some Christian parents last week. I wonder how many Christian parents really prayed for that situation last week. 
in Louisville, Jessamine County. Because I mean, really did some some heartfelt prayers, praying for the superintendent, praying for the uh, the bus drivers, and all that praying, just praying for other children. I wonder how many or how many just came under the curse and started having anxiety, breathing hard. And one day on, they only said, my baby, my baby. Look at that, me and myself. They weren't thinking about the safety of the bus driver. Those bus drivers, it wasn't all it was their fault because they were just following orders. And those bus drivers away from their family. You know, <laughs> anything about they weren't with their family. No, see, see, when you, when you redeem from the curse, remember, you walk by faith, walk in love, and led by the Spirit. So when a situation comes about, we follow, Lord, what do you want? Pray for those bus drivers. Pray for those other children. Pray in a season. But no, under the case, oh, my heart beating. Oh, my baby, my baby. That's what you see on the news. My baby, my baby. Y'all didn't do it. My baby, y'all didn't do it. Okay, last scripture. I'm going to wrap this up. Second Timothy chapter one, verse seven. Second Timothy chapter one, verse seven. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law through the blood of Jesus. How has he redeemed us? For God hath not given us the spirit of fear. Fear is a curse. We've been redeemed from fear. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. See what I just said? Sound mind. Walking by faith, getting keep your mind renewed of love, walking in the royal law of love, and but of power being led by the spirit. That's what Christ has given us. Because God has not given us, God has not given us the curse. Fear is, fear is a curse. Christ has redeemed us from that. God has not given us a curse, but He has given us power, love. And a sound mind. Alrighty. We'll pick up part nine next week. So the main focus on tonight's teaching was remember we've been redeemed, redeemed from the curse of the law, redeemed from what? We have been redeemed from an unsound mind. So we shouldn't be stressing out, having anxiety, going through all that stuff. We, we are redeemed from all that. Father, I want to tap into your spirit. Lord, how do you want me to pray? How do you want me to intercede this situation? It's, not, it's just not only my child. There's other children, other families. It's just, it's just not, it's not about me. I'm talking about, I'm talking about kingdom believers. I ain't talking about the world. I ain't talking about religious Christians. 
Because religious Christians are no different from the worldly folks. But I'm talking about kingdom believers, ones who are walking with God, seeking God, following the leading of his spirit. Lord, how do you want me to pray on this situation? This is a terrible situation. Father, how do you want me to intercede? And then now that give God access to come in. Because I know we probably we probably hear no, no stories about the children who got home on time. We ain't hear none of those stories. I mean, remember, this is the world. We ain't hear about the story the children got home on time, children who were safe, children had a good day. No, we ain't hear none of that. What was that? The enemy wanted to put out that fear, that fear. And Christians who don't know they've been redeemed from the curse of law, they just plug right into that fear and they, they start talking, speaking like the world. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Any questions, comments, revelations tonight on this subject? Christ has redeemed us. Let the redeemer of the lays, let, let the redeemer of the Lord say so. What are we supposed to say so? We've been redeemed. We have been redeemed. We have been redeemed. Because Christ has redeemed us. No questions, no revelation. Hallelujah. What's the revelation of the coming back to the beginning? You were talking about those two babies. 